Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As promised, Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson is with us. One of the great wide receivers we have ever seen, especially in my football-watching lifetime. So it's very cool to have him in studio. And he's got a new business venture, a cannabis company called Primitive. And you sent us the stuff. I got it right here, Primitive Performance. Got a little drink situation here, a little powder in the drink. And I got some cream that I'm really excited to put on all my pickleball injuries because apparently it uh, <laughs> reduces the inflammation. Calvin, good morning. What's happening? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, oh, Calvin, it's great to see you. I'm just wondering, during the season, do does your ear do your ears <laughs> ring? Because you know Nate Burleson's always telling me the stories about Calvin Johnson, <laughs> the great stories, how great a practice player you were, and then what a kind of guy you were off the field. Um, I think it's ringing more so come watching y'all on Sunday all the time. <laughs> I get to see y'all in my in my den with the TV all of loud. So you do watch? Heck yeah. And you still watch football? You still, you're reconnected with the Lions now, right? We're, we're working on getting back to connecting, man. Uh, Mike Dizzer over there, I think he's the new CEO over there. He's been in town for a, a couple of years now. I mean, it's been great trying to um, re, re, um, kindle that relationship. You know, before we get to this, I just want to ask you. So you and Barry Sanders both retired early. And you both gave up bonus money, right? You had to pay the Lions mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Are you the only two guys that have ever had to do that? I doubt it. I don't know. But, it, I mean, it's a big deal with us, I guess. Because, I guess, Barry obviously was a big deal when he retired. It's a big deal when I retired. And then, just like Barry did, it made it even more, much uh, even larger deals. So, um, I'm sure it's, it's got to. It's had to have happened to other people. I, I just want people out there to understand how the NFL contracts work. So, how, do you remember how much you had to give back to them? Yeah, it's just uh, a mil and a half. A little, a little I mean, more. That's still, I mean, that's I mean, that's ridiculous. Now, let me ask you this: You retire when you're 30, and you see these wide receivers and what they're making these days. <laughs> would that have enticed you to stay? Had the money been that big? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tough to give up 30 ills, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right. So, when that, did, that was that the start of the issue with you and the organization, the giving the money back? Is that where it started? Yeah, that, I mean, it wouldn't have been no issue if they didn't come for me um, for the money. I've yeah. been in there just having a good time with the players now. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. You know, you know, it's amazing to me is that you went through three years. We just went over it, where the Lions' record was eight and forty, and yet <laughs> Don't say you still it. started every single game. You went through that winless season. Uh, you had a number of different quarterbacks before Matthew Stafford got there, but yet, and, and Nate has always told me this. He goes, "You never changed from you know whether you're winning or losing. You were committed to your craft." Yes, sir. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a day by day, you know, it's, it, my thing was just trying to improve myself, whether, whatever the situation was around me, you know, just incrementally improving myself day by day, picking something, uh, attribute to work on day by day, no matter what was going on around me. It wasn't good. Did you ever ask them for a trade to get out of there because of all the nonsense? That not, to the, not, not to the very end when I was about to retire. Yeah. What was the team that you <clears throat> envisioned if you kept playing? What was the team that tempted you the most? I would have went to a Green Bay to play with Aaron. Really? 
on him. I mean, I, I was probably biased because I saw Aaron twice a year, you know, but I mean, the man was bad. The man was a bad guy, and uh, I would love to have been a bad guy with him. He <laughs> <laughs> would have been unbelievable. Oh, with my him. You know, it's interesting. Obviously, you know what's going on in the football world because everybody's thinking that the Jets are making a trade with Green Bay to get Aaron Rodgers here. And, you know, we got a young, very talented wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. Mm -hmm. We have Elijah Moore here. Corey Davis is still on the roster right now. I don't know if he'll remain there. Uh, what do you think of the prospects of Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets? I think he likes it. Obviously, Green Bay, I mean, he's been there his whole career, so there's definitely some, some value there. But, I mean, I think they had a great defense here with the Jets. I think that he loves uh, Robert over there. I think that... Uh, I mean, he would come. He would, he would come here, and it would be his team. He's he's that kind of player that you know. I don't think it matters where he goes; he's going to have success. And if he was to come to New York, I would expect nothing less. Talking to Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson in studios here with Primitive Performance, his new cannabis company. Uh, he's going to tell us uh, all about. Do you have Aaron Rodgers' number in your phone? I don't. You don't. <laughs> you, by oh, the way, he may have loved some of this cannabis. I don't know. I, yeah, I was, was going to say because if you mix did, it with some ayahuasca. Do you think? Do you think if you did have his number, you called him right now? You think he would pick up? Says Calvin Johnson on the other end. Yeah, man. I, I remember when we were playing. Aaron, whenever he made a run to our sideline, he was like, "Man, I'm gonna work on getting you over here on this sideline." I'm like. <laughs> Uh, wow. He's saying he's just playing with you during the game is what he was doing. Trying to get you yeah. off your game. Right. All right. So uh, if I take primitive, why why am I taking primitive? Yes. Uh, primitive performance. We created this because, you know, products that we use while we were playing, we wanted to take those and add cannabinoids to them because, because we understand the healing properties of cannabis. Yeah. Or in, in this case, the CBD, CBG, uh, CBN, and CB, uh, CBD. Uh, we understand the anti-inflammatory properties that those cannabinoids have. And that's a big problem that, um, that, that we deal with in the league. You know, a lot of our pain comes from anti-inflammation. Uh, so if we can target inflammation, you know, and get rid of it and um, help uh, our players, people, uh, athletes in general, live a better quality of life, that's our goal. You take a look at us, you can see we're all swole. Yeah, we're all, yeah. <laughs> we're all inflamed all the time, yeah, man. we're always inflamed. We're always inflamed <laughs> over here. You're killing me. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm 61 years old now. Go ahead and slather it so up. Is it okay for older people? This is great for everybody. All right, good. Yes, Especially for old people. You want some of this cream? The cream is what I'm most excited about yeah. because I have my bumps and bruises. My, my, I was on the Dancing with the Stars show. Yes. Oh I was my about God, to quit because my ankles were sort up on me all the time. They started swelling up on me. I just couldn't move. Yeah. And one of my buddies from college brought me a topical um, and a little green jar to go cap. And I started using it in my swelling society over the next couple of days. And at that point, I was like, holy crap. Like, let's get down to the science of this. Let's go. Let's dive deeper into uh, cannabis. Like I say, it's always stigmatized heavily when growing, I was growing up uh, from family to just everybody. I'm from the South. And, you know, to have my own experiences with it in college and to really see, um, hold up, this is there's something different than what everybody's telling me about this. You know, so that's when I want to dive in. Here you go. Slap some on. It smells like Ben Gay. It smells delicious. <laughs> Yeah, it has it menthol. You want to rub some on my feet? Green. Yeah, please. Yeah, no, go ahead. Because okay. <laughs> right. you know, my heel. It's really his plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Oh, that's an issue. Yes, indeed. Calvin, would you like to rub it on his feet? Or you want me to do it? Got some gloves? <laughs> <laughs> I'll rub it on his feet. There we go. Which foot first? What do you want? The left foot right on the arch. Oh, here we go. There Can we go. get this up? Make sure we get this on camera. Right? I love it. Here we go. Oh, that's yeah. that. Oh, is that better already? I'm tickling. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, all right, so he's going to start feeling better when? Like now? Now. Like now, right now. Right now. <laughs> All right. I hope so. All right. Very, very good. Uh, <laughs> I had some sweaty feet. Though. Are you, you a big, wanna... uh, you big weed guy? Is that where this came from? No, I got in. And I, my first experience with cannabis was um, when I first stepped onto a college campus. 
And uh, like I said, the stigma and everything, it was a great experience. You know, everybody's telling me it was this and that, and I'm sitting here walking on clouds with a big smile on my face, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like I say, it, it wasn't until my own experience with it, with uh, inflammation and really seeing how it affected that, um, that I was like, you know, I really want to be a part of this business because I feel like we can really check fame, uh, affect change for the masses. So you were talking about going to college, and, and I remember you at Georgia Tech. They didn't throw the ball there. Not, not when I was That's there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They didn't throw the ball, and then you got drafted so high. I'm like, how How do you think you were discovered? I had Chan Gailey. Okay. Mm. Paul Johnson, was he brought the um, the triple option through and just like... Paul Johnson from Navy? Yes, from Navy, correct. Right? Yeah, yes. correct. He brought that through for 10 years, and not to say it, it, it hurt the program, but where the program is today, it's hard for them to recruit and get those players because nobody feels like they're going to go to the league running the triple option. Right. But you were there with the triple option? No, I, I had Chan. So Chan Gailey, um, I had him. He was from, you know, he coached at Dallas. Yeah, and all. So I, had, I had a pro style. Okay, I had a pro style that. offense. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm false fortunate. <laughs> Georgia Tech, man. I'll tell you, you, you guys were in the ACC. Yes, sir. And so the, where, where, where was Bobby Ross was before that? Before, yeah. So Bobby Ross won a national championship mm -hmm. before that. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think back and, and say, if I got drafted by another organization, <laughs> <laughs> I could have rings all over the place? <laughs> I could have Lombardi's. I, I mean, you were first ballot Hall of Famer, so you got that despite being a line. But do you ever think, like, I, if I got drafted somewhere else? It's it's kind of like all I said about Aaron earlier, man. It's like, like in the moment, don't think about it. But in hindsight, I realize like, I could have went and played anywhere and had success anywhere just because of the way I, just because my, my demeanor, how I played, right. and how I addressed it, how I approached the game. That's what I say about Aaron. That's why I feel the same way about uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, whether he's in Baltimore or wherever. What's going on with a, him? He, that's, a, that's a different kind of player. Yeah, what, what, but why, but that, do wide receivers like playing with Lamar Jackson? Do wide receivers like playing with Lamar? If he's not, hey, if Lamar keeps his head down the field while he's scrambling and he's throwing the ball down yeah, the field. That's a different story, though, man. You're playing yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. It's not about scrambling. It's about getting to where you're supposed to be, and he's going to throw it, and he's going to read you, right? Correct, yeah. So, but he's more of a passing quarterback. I mean, the, the big rub against Lamar is that he's not a passing quarterback. As a matter of fact, Hollywood Brown wanted out of there when he was a young player, and you would think that you know, you'd know you want to be playing with Lamar, but he did not. He wanted to go play with Kyler Murray in Arizona. How'd that work out? Yeah, that, that, right, that's that, another yeah, mess. Yeah, that was, <laughs> what, do you, what, do you th what do you think happens with Lamar? You know, um, what I have heard and what I've seen is just like, you know, you're trying to represent yourself. Um, I feel like that's playing against him a little bit here. Honestly. Well, the other thing, too, which is interesting, is that all right, so they put the tag on him, the mm -hmm. non-exclusive franchise yep. tag. Yep. And now starts this tampering period. Mm -hmm. But you can't tamper with a player directly. You can tamper with their agents. So that means he cannot that. talk to anybody until Wednesday. So he can't talk to anybody. He can't accept any offers if there are any out there for them. And I think Baltimore is asking other teams to do their bidding now because all of a sudden they're at a logger, loggerheads and they're they're not going to come to an agreement. I didn't know that. I had no idea that he couldn't without an agent. Without the, okay. Yeah. Same wow. thing with Richard Sherman at that time. Like you know, if you if you just can't, you, they can't call you because mm. you can't directly speak with a player. That's a weird thing. I, I, I've, I've said this now for two yeah. years in regards to Lamar Jackson, that he should have an agent because this contract should have been done two years ago. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing where, you know, you kind of say if you don't have to waste your time doing it, you know, allow somebody else to take on that responsibility for him. And this is one of those things that he don't have time to, to be his own agent. You know, it takes too much time, obviously, the mental stuff you got to go through with being in those meetings. You know, it's, I don't think that... 
um, that was probably the best um, informed decision, probably with not having an agent, just because like just to alleviate yourself from those things. Yeah. So you could live your life because I could imagine that that's Takes all he's been thinking about. That's yeah. all you're doing. That's all you're internalizing everything that's happening from now. I don't know how long this whole situation's been going on. Two years. It's been going on so for two years. So when Deshaun, when yeah, Deshaun got his contract from Cleveland, Steve Bashotti, the owner of the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, came out and said, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. This all-guaranteed contract yeah. that Cleveland gave Deshaun Watson is yeah, going to be a problem. And then, you know, the other thing, too, is, number one, he had a PCL last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you ever have a PCL injury? Yep. Yep. So you know about this. Mm -hmm. So there, there is the thought down there, and, and I've heard this from numerous people that you know are plugged into Baltimore, that they felt like he quit on them last year. Do you think that that is a possibility, or do you think protecting yourself coming off of a PCL injury supersedes any of that? Being a, I mean, you're a former player, too. Um, I'm not in that locker room. I know he didn't travel with the team. I wasn't. I, I, it's hard for me to tell, say what a guy's injury is because I played plenty of games where I probably shouldn't be playing. Or I probably shouldn't be out there when they said I should be out there. So that's that's a tough one for me to you know comment on without knowing any of the details of his injury. All right, but we're in Geo with Calvin Johnson. He's here with his new cannabis company, Primitive. Who was the worst defensive back that you ever played against? Like the guy the that worst? you, yeah, the worst, or the one I hated going against. The no, most. no, 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 because that's the obvious question. That's I want to know the worst one. Last like that, man. Be, yeah, come on, <laughs> see, that's not who Calvin Johnson yeah, is. But like, who's the guy you saw? Like, I'm gonna have a great day. Like, this is like ten catches, 180 yards, three touchdowns. Um, <laughs> um, you know what? The first time I played Brent Grimes. I thought that was going to be the case. Really? Uh, that wasn't the case, though. Brent was a great player. Yeah, you um, thought it was going to be the um, case. It had to be a Vikings defensive back. It had to be. <laughs> it definitely was. So, okay, yeah, just, cause, just because you're a Vikings fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Vikings did have a couple no-name corners. Not, I, 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 no, that's disrespectful. No. <laughs> they had a couple players that people just didn't know their name. Okay. <laughs> say that yeah. All right. Um, and I feel like that was a long time ever. I feel like that was like most of my career. I mean, I had Cedric Griffin early. But after Cedric Griffin was gone, um, they didn't have anybody with safeties. <laughs> you know, you know, the, you know, the amazing thing is, though, when you think about it, yeah. with all the losing that the Lions did mm -hmm. when Calvin was there, you know, I, who are you to be taking shots at anybody, right? <laughs> well, he's a Hall of Famer. That's why. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. So it's, do you miss it at all? Did you feel like you had more in the tank and miss it? Um I felt at, when I when I actually retired, man. I, I was going to retire the year before uh, after my eighth season. I asked my dad. I was sat on the couch with him, like literally, like a couple of days after the season ended. I'm first thing smoking down to Atlanta, and I'm sitting there like, man, dad, I don't think I can do it anymore. Like just mentally, I don't want to go do it again. And he looked at me. He's like, "Can you do it one more time?" And I sat there and thought about it. And as I was thinking about it, he's like, "Well, since you're thinking about it, you can do it one more time." <laughs> so that's why I came back for my last season. Um, but I, I, I kind of knew I was at the end there just because my body, it wasn't bouncing back like it was, like it used to. I didn't have spring in my ankles. Mm. I feel like I was running on flat feet all the time. The swelling was just nonstop. It was, <sighs> it was too much to deal with. And then, you know, that on top of that is losing. Yeah. Losing hurts too. I mean, oh, losing, just, that, that plays against your mental. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this. Are you, are you living in Atlanta now? No, I'm in Michigan. Business, yeah. The business oh. keeps me in Michigan. In Michigan. Oh, okay. So, no, but, you, okay. but you're aware of Atlanta, of course, because mm -hmm. that's where you're from, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, Lamar Jackson at the Atlanta Fountains makes too much sense, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Atlanta pulled, I thought they pulled out. Well, nobody knows really what's going oh, on. You they know, said they did. Season, you know that. 
Man, Lana will Lana will lose it just because it's like a, the second version of Michael Vick coming to it. That's what I'm saying. How <laughs> much lose money it. would Arthur Blank make just in the first year if they signed Lamar yeah. Jackson? I mean, sold out stadium. I mean, he's probably selling out stadium since they built a new one. But goodness gracious, they're going to sell it out like they do the soccer games down there, right? <laughs> just like the sponsorship, the ticket prices, all the gear, everything would go up. Mm -hmm. It would be an unbelievable spot. How, That's where I think you should go. How many square feet do you have in your house in Michigan? Like I could imagine, he's got you. Got to have the biggest goddamn house in Michigan. Like seriously, you? How many? What do you got? Like 150 acres and like a 10,000 square foot house? No, you, Calvin no, Johnson, living in that's, Michigan. That's too much house to clean up. Okay. Right, I just figured. I just figured it'd be a situation. Dan Campbell, would you love to play for him? You like him? I played with Dan Campbell when um oh, when did? I was a rookie, man. Oh, wow. I, I, this is why I respect Dan so much, man. Dan was our starting on tight end. Um, I guess it doesn't say much for, for our depth in Detroit. But, you know, he was on one shoulder. He was on one arm, literally. Yeah. And he's starting football games, finishing football games. And I just been sitting there watching this guy with a whole cast on his whole arm going out there, blocking these defensive ends out of with, with the freaking Vikings, the Williams brothers and the Vikings yeah. and all that. And, you know, he's just a soldier. So I can only imagine, you know, what it feels like to play for somebody um, like that. I, I'm hoping that the guys there know that he was, a, that what kind of player he was. I'm, yeah. I think that they kind of were learning that. Whether they learned it this year or just came out through just him being a the great dude that he is, um, you know, it's just great to see those guys playing for him. And I would love to play for a, a coach that played the game. Who who do you think was responsible for holding that money back? Was it Martha Ford? Was she the one who made that decision? I don't know, man. I I have my I think it was the president. You know, oh, okay. honestly, but at, at the end of the day, she has to make the final decision. Yeah, right. It's not like the president. And they also have to follow kind of the rules of the NFL. They don't want to set precedent. Eh, right. I mean, you don't oh, want to say the president, but it depends on the player you're going after, too, I think. I think that, you know, if it's a certain guy or certain guys, you know, but if it's somebody who's just, like, just dipped out on you and it wasn't worth anything and didn't do anything for you, didn't fill your stands up, it's a different story. Exactly. How many first ballot Hall of Famers have played for that organization? Not a lot. Oh, Barry Sanders okay. and him. That's it. Two. We're talking about two, and they're screwing yeah. one of them? I screwing mean, both I, of them. I, I would imagine, they, where, where's Barry living now? Uh, he's, a, he's in Michigan. He's in Michigan, too. So I, I got to think, you know, Hall of Fame weekend, you guys see each other, you, oh, you yeah. talk, and I'm I'm wondering if you commiserate or, like, you talk to each other like, man, you retired, I retired early. I mean... We, we talk about golf more than anything. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> see, these guys, they don't want to leave because wherever you go in Michigan, where you played, like, if you stayed in Cincinnati, you'd be the, the king of all kings, right? I mean, so, like, that's probably another reason why you like to stay there, it's, too. Right? Honestly, you know, I bought that 10,000-square-foot house in Atlanta, like, <laughs> uh, five years ago, yeah. and then we started the business, and I was like, I can't be away from business. I got to be in it yeah. and sold a house and stayed in Michigan. So and that business is primitive. So uh, so what's like? Where are you now with this thing? Like what's what's the ultimate goal? Yeah, man. Um, really, uh, it's to expand outside the state, expand our brand um, outside the state, which we're currently doing, and just continue to create new innovative products. This was just the first of which that was what we have here. Um, we started in this space five years ago. Um, started in cultivation. Actually, we started getting denied. They told us we couldn't. We, they told us basically we weren't smart enough to hold a license in wow. the state, which is crazy. But um, we ended up getting licensed for about five handful of years ago and uh, started in cultivation, a manufacturing um, slash processing license next, and then we got a vertical. Uh, uh, capped off our vertical by opening up a dispensary. 
um, when we finally got our vertical up and going, that was the first goal. Now, um, just to create innovative products and bring new people into this industry and just highlight the healing powers of the plant. Well, I think it's great that since you're the face of this, you're out here promoting it. You know, mm -hmm. some people get involved with your stature, kind of stay in the background, slap the name on it. I mean, you're here, you're promoting it, you're traveling. I think that's key. To that point, you know, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities you see in the business are just faces slapped on the business. You know, we started this thing from the ground up with the, you know, the premise being behind it. We were sitting on a plane coming from Italy one time on, on this little Italian football trip that we went on. And we're sitting there thinking like, man, like the way we brought our guys together to go on this trip and, and, and do some things like we could do this at a bigger scale. If we do it with the guys that we can play with, we know them, we trust them, blessed wedding cheers and all that, you know, what greater guys that you, to work with than those that you love to spend time with, that you wish that you still had that camaraderie with, you know. So that's what we're trying to do: is just build a team because we know what a good team and we know yes. what a bad team looks <laughs> like. <true. laughs> you know, so we're, we're putting that good team together of people that can contribute, and um, and all that translates to um, victory for us as we're out here educating and then spreading the good news about uh, what these cannabinoids and, and plant medicine in general can do. All right, check out Primitive. That's P R I M I T I V, and Calvin Johnson's behind it. Best of luck, man. I'll be rooting for you. Thank you, guys. Great to see you again, Calvin. Always good to see you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.